2: Hello, everyone. I'm Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to episode number 542 of the Nutrition Diva podcast. And today we're talking about hair, specifically whether nutrition can help restore thinning hair. A small amount of hair collecting in the shower drain or hairbrush every day is not necessarily cause for concern. According to the Academy of Dermatology, it's perfectly normal to lose 100 or so hairs from your head every day gradually thinning hair as you age is also normal and largely hereditary. But hair loss, especially when it's sudden or at a young age, can also be a sign of certain medical conditions or nutrient deficiencies. And in these cases, identifying and correcting the problem can often reverse your hair loss. But this is not the time for self-diagnosis or treatment. Guessing wrong and treating a problem that doesn't exist not only won't help, it may actually make the problem worse. So what causes thinning hair? Well, two of the most common non-hereditary causes of hair loss are low thyroid function and iron deficiency. Now, both of these are fairly common, especially in women. And although they are two completely different conditions, they share some of the same symptoms. In addition to hair loss, fatigue, and cold hands and feet can be signs of both low thyroid function and iron deficiency. Now, both of these conditions are readily diagnosed with a simple blood test and can be easily corrected, either with replacement thyroid hormones or iron supplements. But taking an over-the-counter iron supplement if you don't have an iron deficiency can be potentially harmful. If you suspect that you might be low in iron, ask your doctor to confirm your suspicion before you start taking any iron supplements. If it turns out that you're not low in iron, your doctor will probably want to keep looking for other possible explanations for your symptoms. And if you are low in iron, your doctor will probably want to recheck your levels after a few weeks of supplementation. If the iron supplements don't seem to be helping, your doctor's probably going to want to rule out other less common causes of iron deficiency. Although it's not a good idea to take iron supplements unless you know you need them, it is a good idea to make sure that your diet contains enough iron to meet your needs. And here are the recommended daily allowances for various groups. For adolescent girls, 15 milligrams per day. For adolescent boys, 11 milligrams per day. Adult men and postmenopausal women need only 8 milligrams per day. Menstruating women need 18 milligrams per day and pregnant women need the most of all 27 milligrams per day. Of all of those the three groups that are most likely to be falling short are adolescent girls, premenopausal and pregnant women.
1: Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of seventh generation. Find seventh generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at seventhgeneration.com.
2: So now let's talk about what you can eat to get more iron. All meat, poultry, and seafood provide the more absorbable heme form of iron, and beef, chicken livers, clams, and oysters are particularly good sources. Although there is plenty of iron to be found in plants, in particular dried beans and lentils, spinach, quinoa, and pumpkin seeds— The non-heme form of iron in plants is not as well absorbed. In fact, strict vegans are advised to get 50% more iron than the RDA to compensate for the lower absorption from plant foods. Eating foods that are high in vitamin C can help you absorb more iron from plant sources. Vegans are not actually any more likely to suffer from iron deficiency than meat eaters. But if you are a strict vegan, you may wish to avoid drinking black tea with your meals. Tea contains tannins that also interfere with the absorption of iron from plant foods. Now, Herbal tea is not a problem. High doses of calcium, especially calcium carbonate, and that's the form that's found in most supplements, can also block the absorption of iron. Now, you don't need to worry about food sources of iron and calcium. But if you're at risk of iron deficiency and you take a calcium supplement, take that calcium before bed just to minimize the interference with the iron from your meals. And if you are also taking an iron supplement, take it at a different time of day. Now, I want to just talk briefly about iron and anemia. Iron deficiency can cause anemia, but anemia is not always due to iron deficiency. Low folate or B12 levels can also result in anemia. And just to make the whole thing a little bit more complicated, taking folic acid or B12 supplements can actually make it harder to detect an iron deficiency. Look, taking vitamin supplements may seem like a harmless way to bolster your health, but taking nutrients when you don't need them is not just a waste of money. It can actually cause problems, including adverse reactions and interactions, liver and kidney toxicity, and the delay of proper diagnosis and treatment. Aside from documented nutrient deficiencies or specific therapeutic applications— Supplements are really not the best way to deliver nutrients to your body. For that, you just can't beat a balanced diet of nutrient-dense foods, which is also cheaper and a far more enjoyable way to get your nutrients than from a belly full of pills. Okay, here's the bottom line on hair loss and iron. A good diet, including iron-rich foods, can help keep both you and your hair nice and healthy and excessive hair loss can signal a nutrient deficiency or other conditions. But if you feel like you're losing too much hair, check with your doctor before self-diagnosing or treating yourself with any vitamin supplements, especially iron. If you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like me to talk about on the podcast, feel free to call the Nutrition Diva listener line at 443-961-6206. You'll find a transcript of today's show at quickanddirtytips.com along with the complete Nutrition Diva archives. And you'll find me at nutritionovereasy.com, where we have just kicked off another 30-day nutrition upgrade. This is a fun group challenge that can help you change your eating habits for the better and for good. And there's more info about that at nutritionovereasy.com slash upgrade. Our show is produced by Nathan Semms, edited by Karen Hertzberg, Morgan Ratner is in charge of audience development. Michelle Margulis takes care of our advertising and partnerships. Emily Miller and Kate Hines help us keep it all together under the leadership of Kathy Doyle. But the most important person on our team is you. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week.